Our second reading today is from Paul's letter to the Philippians. It's the fourth week in a row that our second reading has been from Paul's letter to the Philippians, and it's the final week. And it's really our church, what you hear on Sunday, it's on a three-year cycle. And there are other times when we hear from Philippians, but this is really the main time. So this is the chance to really focus on Paul's letter to the Philippians. A little background. The Philippians are the residents of Philippi, a city in northeastern Greece. It was named after Philip II, father of Alexander the Great, back in 360 B.C., Paul established at Philippi the first Christian community in Europe. Paul's letter to the Christian community at Philippi was written while he was in prison for preaching the gospel. It is a beautiful and powerful testimony of faith. And I'd just like to highlight the passages that that we've been hearing from it for these last few weeks. Three weeks ago, our second reading was taken from the first chapter. Paul writes, for to me, life is Christ. And what he then talks about as is having Christ Jesus as the key to life, he is happy if he goes on living because it means fruitful labor and sharing the gospel with others. At the same time, he can face death with confidence, trusting that he will be with Christ, for that is far better. What Paul's saying is he's in a win-win situation. Okay, if he's living, great. I got a chance to preach the gospel to more people, to share the good news of Jesus. And if I die, great, even better. I can be with the Lord Jesus. That's quite an attitude to have, isn't it? Two weeks ago, Paul quotes an early Christian hymn, one that's used on our second reading every Palm Sunday, and it's a perfect way to enter into Holy Week because it, it, it beautifully captures both Christmas and Easter. It, it, the hymn starts out, Though he was in the form of God, did not, he did not regard equality with God something to be grasped, rather emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, coming in human likeness. So that's really an expression of the incarnation, that God so loved us, he became one of us. He humbled himself, taking on all the limits of being a human being. That's what we celebrate at Christmas. And then at the end of the hymn, uh, St. Paul in the Philippians quotes this. He humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Because of this, God greatly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every other name. And that really captures then Jesus' death and resurrection. What we celebrate at Holy Week, at Easter, what we celebrate every time we come together, the Paschal Mystery, Jesus' death and resurrection. And then last week, our second reading was from the fourth chapter of Philippines, the Philippians. That's another thing that readers commonly do, is they call it the Philippian, Philippines. And okay, so I, I did it myself, all right? Have no anxiety at all, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. Then the peace of Christ that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So 
I, what I get out of that is whatever's troubling you, and there, there's a lot of things in our world that maybe be calling this anxiety. Uh, I think Paul, what Paul is saying is do what you can about it, but then bring it to God. Put it before God, and then don't worry about it. And allow the peace of Christ to dwell within you. Excuse me, that was last week's reading, and then this week's reading. In every circumstance and in all things, I have learned the secret of being well-fed and of going hungry, of living in abundance and of being of need. What do you think, what is the secret that Paul learned of how to do well, whether you're hungry or, or well-fed? Um, he says, I can do all things in him who strengthens me. So here's a, I just shared with you a few brief passages from the letter to the Philippians. If Father, when Father Doug Osborne is with you, he normally gives you homework. Is that right? Yep. yep. Well, I'm giving you homework. I'd like you to read the book, the letter to the Philippians. In my Bible, it's six pages long. Okay, so when you get a chance today, ideally today, or if not later this week, read Philippians. Now, I finished writing my homily yesterday morning. Yesterday afternoon, it occurred to me, I'm giving everybody in my parish this homework, and I have not done it. So I thought I'd better practice what I preach. So yesterday afternoon, I read the letter to the Philippians. And as I started reading it, what, what struck me was, here's Paul writing to this Christian community in Philippi. I thought, now I'm not Paul, and you're not in Philippi, you're in Grand Ledge. What if I just imagine that it was me writing those words to you? And what I found was, it was a pretty powerful way to read it. There were some places that didn't fit so well, like Paul's in prison, and I'd like to avoid that. But there were other parts that fit very well. Uh, Paul writes about rejoicing in you, witnessing your growth in faith, and he talks about giving thanks to God for you every day. And that's really how I feel about you. So, again, I just encourage you to read that letter, and whether you want to read it from Paul's perspective or from the perspective of being a member of the Philippi community, of Paul addressing those words to you. I, I think it's a very powerful letter. One of the things that we believe is that Jesus is present to us, that just as present as Jesus was to Paul, just as present as in that community in Philippi, that first Christian community in Europe, Jesus is present to us today, the risen Christ, present in his word when you hear the word proclaimed at Mass or when you go home and read it in the Bible. Christ is present in the Eucharist when the bread and wine become the body and blood of Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit. And today, we're going to be celebrating a special sacrament, the sacrament of the sick. And we trust that Christ the healer, the divine physician, is present to bring healing to those in need. There is a prayer that our Catholic hospital ministry shares with patients at Sparrow and McLaren hospitals. Uh, it's a prayer composed by St. Ambrose, and it is now up on your monitor. 
I'm just going to invite you to pray it with me today because I, I want us to pray it for those who will be anointed, but also our, our whole community, our whole world needs prayers for healing. So I invite you to join me. Lord Jesus Christ, you are for me medicine when I am sick. You are strength when I need help. You are life itself when I fear death. You are my way when I long for heaven. You are light when all is dark. You are my food when I need nourishment. Glory be to you, our God. Glory be to you.